welcome back. Pull up a chair and join us at the table this week for another episode of Paper, Pencil, Dice, a tabletop role-playing podcast. Welcome back to Paper, Pencil, Dice. So, last time, our, well, two of our heroes were trying to uh, locate Tormir, but unfortunately they got, uh, shall we say, lost in in transit. Um, So, before we go in figuring out where they ended up, or where they're going to end up going, let's go around and do a quick round of introductions. So, first of all, Tabitha, you are back at the city. What are you up to at the moment? Um, is there, uh, an area that is wooded nearby? Uh, not indoors. Not inside well, the city. obviously not indoors. But yes, there are wooded areas outside, though, uh, a, unless you go north of the city, so, so I guess, to, to explain, the city itself is, you know, there, there's the large opening towards, in the mountain, that opening faces south. And to the south, uh, from the south, is where the undead army marched. So much of uh, the wildlife, and, or I guess the like trees and stuff like that, uh, any of the vegetation, has kind of more or less been destroyed or demolished to a degree. So you will have to go around the mountain to the north or possibly to the northeast or northwest to uh, find any... Still standing in unharmed vegetation. Okay. Uh, so, other than so, since I would probably know that, um, I am going to look for, um, like a special treat for my for Gregory and uh, Francis. Okay. Uh, since they did a good job in the battle, um, so I would probably look for some sort of like jerky. Okay, sounds Type good. product. Alright, and then meanwhile, we will go with uh, Tegan. Uh, what are you up to at this point, also being in and around the city? Hey everyone, my name's Chris. I'm the other Chris. I play Tegan Stumbleduck, the gnome sorcerer. Um, Tegan is in a deep, heated thoughtful discussion with Unum and Diem, trying to figure out if there's anything cool that they can do to his goggles that would be fun. So he's got those cool goggles that let him see far away. It helped him with the dragon riders and stuff during the the last big battle. So he's trying to figure out if there's anything else that's cool that they can do with that. And then there's also deep discussions at the Dragon Forge, or the Dragon Rune Forge, or what, Rune Forge? Rune Forge, yeah, the Rune Forge can do anything. We can make anything cool out of that, maybe for your staff or something like that. So deep, heated discussions. Okay. In- intellectual. Yeah. So th- you definitely have uh, long-winded discussions with Unum and Diem. And they, as far as your goggles, they offer that they can take a look to see what they can modify on them. Um, they, these Sweet. look like fairly standard goggles. Um, yeah, these... These are definitely not, uh, I mean, they're not common, but they're also not, uh, like, uh, incredibly unique as well among uh, equipment within Malatune. So, yes, they would happily uh, help you out with uh, modifying them. And then we get into a strange offsuit conversation about robot arms that I saw in the city. And this one guy had one, and I kind of really wanted one. So we're kind of talking about that, too. 
they, no. They ask you a clarifying question, which is, do you want, like, a thing that you can put your arm into and wield like a robot arm, or did you actually want a robot arm? As in your arm would be lost. Yeah, that's a hard one for Tegan. He's going to have to think about it for a little bit. Okay. Meanwhile, uh, outside, uh, we will first start out with Athir, who is trying to help Jathal uh, navigate, uh, not so successfully, the landscape uh, outside of Malatune. What's uh, Jathal uh, thinking at the current time? I'm sorry, what's Athir thinking at the current time? Should have brought the ranger. Yeah, yeah. Uh, I'm Brian. Yes, I play Athir. Um, uh, Athir is just kind of... I think he's just lost in uh, thought about what what's going on with Marin because she didn't seem to be all that uh, interested in getting the wardens and whatnot. So he hasn't been paying attention to what's going on. And that, I think, has been part of the problem of why it, we seem to be lost. So... <laughs> That's what's going on with the fear. Fair enough. Meanwhile, Jathal, uh, you also, along with uh, Athir, uh, he's been helping you navigate somewhat, but obviously it has not been that great of a help. Um, what's going through Jathal's head at the current time? I'm not lost. I know exactly where I am. Oh, yeah, of course you do. He says. You, you are located yeah. exactly where you intend to be. That exactly is correct. All right. Well, you are a wizard. And exactly. Meanwhile, Tormir, you uh, have visited uh, multiple shrines by this point. Uh, what's going through Tormir's head at the current time? Nothing. It's the whole point of meditating. I mean, you know, come on now. Fair enough. <laughs> How does that work? Well, actually, you empty your mind, something that uh, uh, Tegan should be very used to. I don't know. He He has an empty mind, but his mind does not empty. Hmm. No, so to to empty your mind, it's a bit like sitting uh, sitting on a lake and there are fish jumping out of the water, right? And so those fish jumping out of the water are going to represent like thoughts that just happen to surface. And the problem is, is the instinct is to try and grab the fish, but you will almost never grab the fish. And so you're just constantly chasing after these thoughts. And so the idea is just to not care about the fish and everything will calm down and your mind will empty. Mm. I think Tegan is trying to catch him with a net that has a big hole in the bottom of it. I always visualize uh, when I meditate that the thoughts are like clouds and then you just kind of let them drift away. Okay. So we will first of all start with Torbir, who is uh, at one of the shrines. So you are, um, this is one that you're just arriving at, so you're, you're kind of getting there. Uh, what do you do to, I guess, set up for your meditation at this particular shrine? Well, almost ritualistically, he sets out his uh, a small uh, heating element and a kettle and brews a nice little cup of tea just to kind of get into the mind state of relaxing and calming down. And then, you know, after his tea, he 
pack everything back up and then get into a meditative position and just get into it. Okay. Well, as you know, the concerns or worries of the day kind of fade away from Toromir. He, uh, at one point in time, he does open his eyes during his meditation and happens to uh, notice something uh, near the shrine. Just something that just seems out of place. Most of the other shrines have been, other than uh, overgrown vegetation, pretty much uh, not really all that uh, notable. But there, behind one of the small structures, small uh, stone structures at this shrine, there seems to be something that he just happens to notice out of the corner of his eye behind one of them. Well, as much as Tormir is here to meditate, he is also insatiably curious sometimes. So he's going to take a peek, see if he can't figure out what is not quite uh, right to him. Okay. Uh, going around, uh, he finds a, a skeleton uh, sitting in sort of a cross-legged position. Uh, once he gets a little bit closer to it, he notices that uh, just based on the bone structure and height of it, it probably was a dwarf. You know, I'm pretty good at meditating, but this person's on another level. Um, and wow. sitting in his lap is a... Uh, a stone and wood box. Um, so it looks like he sat down in a meditative pose. Did not. It just uh, based on his pose, it doesn't look like it was any duress or combat or anything that he met his demise with. But he treaded slightly off the, just slightly off from the the shrine. At least a long time ago, because the only thing remaining of him is a skeleton. But um, yeah, you find a, it's a, uh, it's a wooden box. It has uh, some dwarven runes inscribed on it. Um, it has hinges and a clasp of uh, iron, and the hinges are also iron. Uh, before I pick it up, I'm gonna inspect it without touching it. Okay. It's you, a trap. Um, you can give me a religion check if you would like. And I will give you a religion result of 19. Okay. So, um, you've heard. I mean, the thing is, is there are some of these boxes that you've heard of uh, uh, dwar dwarves, specifically dwarven monks using these to kind of help meditate. Uh, they're fairly simple construction, um, but they help you, um, I guess, sort of almost separate or, uh, or you know, kind of expand your own senses when meditating in, in some ways. I think it worked a little too well with this guy. All right, I will. Uh, I will pick it up and and see if I can't open it. Okay. Uh, you pick it up. I mean, it's the the skeleton is not holding onto it very well. Um, it was definitely in the skeleton's hands, but you can gently lift it out without disturbing the skeleton. 
Um, the clasp is not, uh, there's no lock on it, so you can simply undo the clasp mm-hmm. and open the hinges. Uh, so did you say you do open it? Yep. Okay. Inside, you see a box, and inside of the box is sand. Oh, this just must be what uh, Tegan ate earlier when he had the sword. That was, a box and- that, that was ash, is what things turned to. Oh, no, it did turn to sand. You're right. Never mind. No, you're, you're right. It was sand. I forgot about that. Uh, oh, great. Tegan threw up in the box. Yep. Tegan threw up in the box. <laughs> and gave it to a skeleton? <laughs> um, they, He's you, my buddy. Investigating it further, you also see at the sort of, uh, so you lift up the box and, you know, in the base where inside the box is sand. Uh, in the top of the box, um, actually not fused, but kind of like it has its own nestled place to put it in, is like a tiny rake. Like, super tiny. Like, I mean, smaller than your hand. You could probably wield this this rake. with It has three times. But you probably could wield the rake with two fingers. Oh, you oh your mighty weapon! Zen box. Sorry. All right, I finger around the box a little bit to uh, kind of even all the sand out. Okay. Um, as you do, you feel just your your senses expanding out, and you see. Um, you, you start kind of being able to see almost like a bird's eye view above yourself, um, and you can kind of sense everything in in a distance away. Um, sort of you just see the surrounding landscape. Um. Nearby, on in the archway that led into this particular shrine, uh, you notice something that you hadn't seen before, which is this uh, tiny, like, uh, well, tiny is maybe the wrong word, a small, um, probably small dog-sized uh, four-legged lizard. It's, uh, it's red-skinned. It's standing on top of an archway, uh, just kind of looking curiously in your direction, but it's far enough away that you didn't quite notice it when you arrived. Uh, expanding your senses out further, you also happen to uh, see, but not hear. Um, looks like Jathal and Ethir, who seem to be, uh, you know, concerned. Ethir seems to be somewhat uh, distracted at the moment. Jathal is uh, wandering around, acting like he's completely confident on where he's going, but obviously has no idea where he's going. Keeps looking at the small sort of wooden box that, um, or wooden device that kind of, you know, he, you know, you recognize as what was used previously to um, sense the directions of the stones. And they're not doing a very good job of uh, figuring out where they're going, kind of going in circles. Um, you, this um, vision of the area lasts about a minute. And then when you open your eyes, you see inside of the box the sand, now that you kind of open your eyes again, the sand has actually taken an exact shape of the entire uh, landscape, so kind of mapped out in three dimensions in, within the sand. So you kind of have a three-dimensional map of the surrounding area. Tormir's internal monologue right now is pretty much, all right, it's a bit much. Kind of hard to meditate with all that going on, but, uh, all right. And then, uh, he remembers that he saw 
a lizard nearby that was not exactly small, so he, he looks over at it and goes, Are you a friend lizard or a foe lizard? It doesn't really advance any closer or nor run away. It just kind of tilts its head to the side, sticks out of its tongue, and it has a, a longer tongue, kind of comes up and like licks its eye, and then its tongue goes back into its mouth again. It just kind of like looks at you more in out of a look of curiosity. Alright, um, well, Termir, uh, has been taking the opportunity to grab some random berries and whatnot as he's been coming up here, so, uh, he's gonna take a few out of his, uh, satchel and put them in his palm and, and put his palm out in front of the lizard. Okay, the lizard kind of slowly, not quite completely trusting, but, you know, slowly creeps up towards Tormir. Uh, kind of approaches the berries, looks hesitant for a moment, looks up at Tormir to see if he's going to make any sudden actions. And when he doesn't, the uh, lizard starts eating out of Tormir's hand. Aren't you a good little fella? Alright, Tormir will just uh, give, you know, give a little bit of a scratch under the chin. Non-threateningly, you know, moving slowly. He makes uh, sort of like affectionate noises. Um... Yeah, like he represents lizards can't quite purr, but kind of the equivalent. All right. Um. So, hmm. He's gonna try and coax the lizard with berries up onto his shoulder. Okay. And then continue on to go visit the next shrine. So, the lizard climbs up on your shoulder. He fits there. But lizards are pretty solid build, so he's heavy too at the same time. Um, but I mean, not not so much that Tormir can't withstand it, but it's definitely a very noticeable weight on your shoulder. But he kind of happily rests there, uh, as if he was a lizard smaller than he is. Much like dark beers, Tormir is stout. <laughs> nice. All right. How big is this lizard? Because I'm imagining like a gecko-sized lizard. Um. Well, I'm, I'm like imagining a like tiger-sized based off of, you know, saying dog-sized. Yeah, like, oh, a, I like, I didn't hear that. like a small dog. Sure. Uh, so I guess I was kind of envisioning like a, a, a large iguana. Yeah, yeah, gotcha. So not not like not like a Komodo dragon or an alligator. No, no, size. Komodo dragon's way bigger than, than what this is. Okay. Because that, that would be impressive if it was perched up on t- uh, Tormir's shoulder there. No. All right. So as Did you almost t- call him Tegan, uh, I, I t- 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 almost had. <laughs> <laughs> so as Tormir wanders on towards the next shrine, um, we will switch over to Jethal and Athir. Uh, so you are still wandering, trying to find uh, using this uh, device that senses direction. Uh, of the stone and the stone um, you kind of been looking around and you thought you were close to it and you stop and look at it to try to figure out your bearings and the stone starts moving at this point I just kind of run into Jathal and because uh, I'm not paying attention and I kind of like look around and be like where are we what do you mean we're, we're trying to find the stone oh yeah I thought you knew where it was at. Yeah, 
I'm followed. I've got this. I've got this like compass thing. It tells me where it's at. Are you sure? Because uh, I don't recognize this area. Have you ever been in this area before? Well, I just assumed we were going to somewhere where Lord Tormir was at. That you know, we Do were we been know before. It's like, that has it? like you think Tormir just wandered off into the wilderness by himself? I mean, he could have. What's to say he doesn't? Didn't? I guess I this seems odd. I'm just following this. I'm just following to try and find the stone. Well, what's it say? And we're going the... Well, we're going in the right direction. Are you sure? I'm dubious. You're, 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 you're a theer, though. Not... But um, bump Okay. <laughs> Hi, dubious. I'm dead. <laughs> I mean, if you're if you're willing to, if you want to try and track better than I can, go for it. But well, know. what's the thing say? And we'll, I think we'll, I'm we'll doing give a, it a little job. more time. Okay. Um, at this point, since uh, it's giving you less of a bonus than it was before, previously you got a plus six. Uh, you can attempt another survival check this time, Jathal, with a plus four. Survival. Is there any way I can help him with that at all? That is assuming you're help you're you're successfully helping him. I'm just giving that as a given. Okay. Uh, eighteen. Okay. Sure, be nice uh, if you had a ranger with you. Without the plus four, so plus four, so twenty-two. Okay. Or an ethere that was actually doing this survival checks. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. I uh, thought would have to give you the uh, compass to to help navigate at that point. Well, I haven't been paying attention at this point. I, I'm going to get a little annoyed if we haven't found him soon. <laughs> so you eventually track hey. and you uh, find yourself ultimately stumbling upon uh, some sort of a structure. You find this little stone archway and what looks like a shrine and... It looks like uh, part of the shrine has been slightly cleaned up recently, or at least uh, you know somewhat tidied up. Um, and uh, investigating the area, uh, you're you're trying to look around, and you happen to see a uh, skeleton sitting off to the side. That guy's had a bad day, apparently. And a fear stands uh, okay. silently by. I just, <laughs> okay. I, I don't know what to say about it. I'm just kind of like, there's <laughs> like, yeah, yeah okay. <laughs> you're right. <laughs> uh, I mean, it looks That's like crap. someone Thanks. was here recently. Thanks, Captain Obvious. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it it does look like there was someone here relatively recently, but there's no sign of any person, and the Compass, now that you're here, it seems to be pointing in another direction. Can I, can, uh, with um, somebody being here recently, can I use survival to see where they might have gone? To track them? Certainly. Yeah. Let's, let's see if, um, let's see if a Theor has got any talents today. <laughs> 23. Um, you you track that there's uh, some tracks that are going off in another direction. Um, you're, you don't, they're relatively fresh, 
Uh, you can't necessarily tell what left them. Um, definitely something bipedal, but that doesn't honestly help all that much. Does is it going in the same direction that Jathal is indicating the the devices showing? More or less. Uh, no, I mean not exactly, but um, you know this is a curvy path, and since his just tells the direction of the stone exactly, you know as the crow flies, it's it doesn't necessarily you know a winding road doesn't you know necessarily lead you exactly in the direction he's pointing, but I mean roughly in the direction probably. Okay, I'll, I'll make sure to mention this to Thal and tell him that uh, whoever's here might have gone in that direction as well. Great. Sounds like we're on the right path. I don't know if that's a good thing See, or not. I told you. I told you we were on the right path. Is it Tormir we're, we're footsteps or anything? Sorry. You what? Is it Tormir uh, footsteps? Like... I should be able to tell whether it's the size of a dwarf foot or or, or the larger human. Um, your your survival check was well enough to track the tracks, but not well enough to identify what left the tracks. Okay. Sorry, Jethal, I interrupted you there. I was I was lost in thought of no. trying to figure out what size these feet were. Probably a size thirteen. Maybe maybe not. Maybe twelve and a half. Child. A twelve and a half year old. Yep. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know what they say about dwarves with big feet? Big. big they leave. Socks. They leave re- really oh. big footprints. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, something like that. All right. Okay. See, I told you. We, we. I told you we were going in the right direction. You doubted me. I. I knew where we were going the whole time. All right. I'm still. I'm still gonna keep my eyes open here for a little while. Maybe we'll, we'll make encounter some game or something. I'm kind of hungry. A deer would be nice. A theory, do you want to go ahead and give me a perception check? I would love to give you a perception check. I would love to be here because I have skills in all of these things. I have skills yeah. in all the right places. I got 33. Okay, uh, that is definitely good enough. So as you're, you're kind of keeping your eyes open, you're a lot more attentive now that you're actually paying attention. Um, and as you look around, you do see a um, this, this uh, like a pile of stuff off to the side of the path. Okay, uh, I, I I tell Jethal, hey, wait up a sec, and I go to investigate the pile of stuff. Okay, uh, you find this area. It looks like um, you know this may have been an old, uh, I guess. You're not exactly sure why. There's just a pile of just things here, um, but the I mean, most of them seem to be fairly I- innocuous. Um, there's a like a small piece of paper. The writing on it uh, is probably long since faded at this point, so it's difficult to tell what it was for. There's um, some makeshift dolls there's uh some old uh at this point almost entirely decomposed clothing items um but there's also um two other things you notice as well there is a shield and a small uh iron box uh the iron box is probably maybe like uh it was a cute it's a cube probably uh three inches on each side so it's okay. a pretty small box. 
Uh, it's like a clamshell type uh, box that opens in the middle. I wanna I wanna use um, my uh, detect magic cantrip here to see if there the anything surrounding that this area might be magical. Okay. Um, I will. I'll just tell you what is magical. Um, honest, I remember detect magic works differently in second ed, but I honestly forget exactly how. Uh, but eventually, I'm sorry. What? Yeah. So it 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 doesn't let you. See, it's just like if anything is magical within an area, it tells you that there's magic nearby. Uh, and if there's uh, another spell, if you that tells know you something is, is magical, yeah. If is, if you know something's magical, you can exclude it from your results, type of thing. But if you don't, then it's just going to tell you something nearby is magical. Okay. Much. You can heighten it and get a better. You can get like what class of magic it is. Do, do you have a limited number of times you can cast the cantrip, or is it pretty much no, at will? It's a at will. Okay. Eventually, you're able to suss out, um, you know, excluding your own items and Jathal's items and things like that from your search. Um, you're able to suss out eventually that the shield and that clamshell box are both magical. My shield, or is there? There's a shield in the pile. There's a shield in the pile. Oh, there's a shield in the pile. Sweet. All right. Um, so I, I, I talked to Jusal and says, oh, well, do you think any of this stuff might be any use to us? I mean, maybe. Might as well take it with us, right? Well, we should... I mean... Should we open the box? So these things are very... These these have been here a while. They're... they're I mean, the shield and, and the box are covered in, like, you know probably like quarter inch of dust and dirt and stuff so i mean you're honestly surprised you saw him in the first place so i pick up the shield and i blow off the dust in jathal's face oh, i'm just kidding thanks <laughs> you're welcome thanks. Achoo. Achoo. that'd be hilarious a, sne- a sneeze and then the shield just appears okay. um. as you dust off the shield um you see that it's yeah this is def this is an iron shield um, it's a, it looks like fairly old. looks like it's definitely seen some, some wear and, and use at, at various points. Um, but the interesting thing about it, when you, you look at the shield is that there is this, um, like carving on the outside of it. Uh, it takes you a little bit. It looks like sort of like a lizard face. Um, you look at it for a, a good long while and eventually, uh, and also in the lizard face, in the uh, eye of the lizard, there actually appears to be a gemstone uh, inset into the um, into the shield. Which really, the as you look at it closer with your detect magic, you realize it's the gemstone that's magical as opposed to the whole shield itself. Okay. Um, but the um, the looking at it for a while. Uh, do you have any uh, ranks in nature at all? Or well, any skill with let nature? me see. I do, I do. I Look do. at that. I am an expert in nature. Oh, wow. I got all sorts of nature. Yeah. <laughs> I feel so useless. <laughs> you're very useful. You're just not there. Or excuse me, um, I'm trained, rather. Not expert. So, uh, do, you, uh, do either of you want to give a nature check? Uh, probably a theory since he's the one looking at it right now. I sure can. Yep, Why go not? Go for it. How about a 27. Okay, 27 is definitely good enough. The As you look at it, the lizard face on there, you realize this is the face of a basilisk. 
Ooh. Uh, that, that makes me worried. Am I staring into a, a shield that's going to turn me to stone? Uh, it doesn't appear to be turning you to stone. You, <laughs> you feel still just as fleshy as you've always been. <laughs> Sweet. That sounds wrong. Fleshy. All right. Um, okay, I, I'm, I think I'm going to take the shield and uh, just attach it to my pack that I've got um, to, to evaluate for later. Um, I don't want to spend time while we're looking for uh, Tormir to uh, sit there and appraise the shield. Um, Do, does the pack look like uh, Tormir's pack? The, 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 the stuff on the side of the road? Yeah. It does not. If it, it was Tormir's so pack, this stuff would, covered. you know, Tormir would have been here years ago. Okay. Ooh, maybe we've got some sort of time thing where he actually <laughs> entered time from a long time ago, left his pack, and it just collected dust over time. Maybe oh, not. Oh, we gonna run into Duskwalker? There we go. Well, um. I didn't know if I didn't know <laughs> if uh, Tormir had gotten uh, sucked into the gaze of the the lizard. <laughs> Oh, no. And so he thinks he's actually Unfair. moving when he's, you know, not. Hmm. That's an idea. But I'm um, not here, so. Okay. So do you guys, um, do you guys look at that uh, clamshell box at all? Or? I, I mentioned it to Dersal and asked him what he would like to do with the clamshell box. Let's crack it open. Let's look at it while we walk along the... It's magical. Do you think it could be trapped? Why don't you go over there and open it? Here. <laughs> and I point like, <laughs> like, like 30 a feet away. Party member. <laughs> That's fine. I'll hold your face right next to it. Well, <laughs> and pretty sure with my strength, I could make that happen. <laughs> That's probably true. Um, oh, I don't I'm just know. giving him a noogie with the box. <laughs> <laughs> you like that box? You like it? Do you like it? Um, Why you smell the box? Why you smell the box? <laughs> <laughs> oh, so much wrong. Um, would this be more of like a um, thievery type thing where I open the box? Is it, I'm assuming it's locked or, or, or examining it for traps or anything like that. Would that be thievery? All, yeah, you can roll thievery to see if you find any traps. Or, or would that be perception? Them. I want to say it's thievery to, to do traps. Okay. Well, I'll examine it with thievery and get a massive four. I'm assuming that it is perfectly fine. This box is completely here. safe. There is nothing wrong with this box. You should completely trust this box. I completely no trust this box. There's no war say. And um, I guess I'll try to pick... Oh, I don't really have a pick lock mechanism. Is it, is uh, that, a would al- that would also be thievery to pick a lock. Yeah, but I don't have pick any Pick a lock tools. is thievery, yeah. I don't have any tools. Uh, um, is it is it a small enough box that I could put it in Jathal's ba- ba- packs of any kind? I mean, it, like it's. I mean, it's not very big. It's you know, like like I said, it's a it's a cube about three inches on each side. Okay, I do, I just take this cube of clamshell box thing, and I give it to Jathal and goes, hey, "It looks perfectly fine to me. Why don't you hold on to this? <laughs> I don't have anything to open it." Unless you want me to brute force it, in which I gotta break something inside. Uh, that's fine. We can hold on to it. We'll see what we we can try and get into it later. 
Jathal looks at it very closely and realizes it's not locked. Oh, okay. Because <laughs> you well, Athir was asking if it was lo- or if if it was trapped. At no point did anyone ask if it was locked. Oh, I, I thought this was a That's locked fair. box. Sorry, my, my mistake. I, I still say because I'm an idiot and says, "Here, hold on, to this for later. It might be locked. I don't have the tools to open." Great. <laughs> I take it and I'm like, "Yeah, we can look at it later." And I look down at it and I'm like. Actually, and I just open it. Okay. Kaboom! No, I'm just kidding. Um, <laughs> you get you open it up, and inside it looks like this is a box that you know is you know there's a ring on display in it. There's a little mounting thing to to put the circular loop of the ring, and on the uh, top of the ring there is a fire opal. Um, but this is a particular fire opal that is uh, much more. You can see through it more than you normally could because fire ripples, for the most part, are they're fairly uh, opaque for the most part. Uh, this one definitely is. You can't see all the way through it, but it's you can see part way through it. The interesting thing is the kind of marbling that's on the inside um, looks like fire. And as you stare at it, you kind of realize you start getting kind of lost in it for a, for a short period of time because the, those lines of fire that kind of makes up that you know, the, the fragmentations inside the gemstone almost look like they move like actual fire for a moment. You know, when you kind of like close your eyes and snap back to it and look again, you don't see them moving. But if you stare at it long enough, it almost seems like they move. I'm a, I'm a little disturbed, but just all just staring at this ring for a very long time. And I'm like, hey, what's, what's wrong? What? Oh, uh, this... It's 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 a very pretty ring. Um, Is it your own? I'll uh, I'll uh, hold on to it. Uh, we can we can like I said, we'll, we can take a look at it later. Filthy narcissists. <laughs> okay. All right. I, I'm anyway. I'm a little creeped out by this this ring now that because he, he, Jethal was staring at it for so long, but we go ahead let him put away in his pack and. I think we move on. Okay, you continue moving on. Meanwhile, we will switch over to uh, Tegan, who is back uh, geeking out with Unum and Diem. Cool. So, about my arm. What? Bobcat? No, that sounds like it could be a podcast. Geeking out with Unum and Diem? Yeah. I don't know. I kind of listened to it. I don't know. That sounds actually pretty cool. <laughs> so, so gentle listeners, you now have a name for a uh, a podcast. There you a go. spinoff. Geeking out with Unum and Diem. Or maybe we could so- just have a podcast within a podcast. Yeah. <laughs> Podcastception. A little, little inception here. Maybe that's what we'll we have- need to call our mailbag episodes, Geeking Out with Unum and Diem. <laughs> we could do, uh, we could do like our, all of our commercials are like Unum and DM doing commercials of s- trying to sell stuff. That'd be awesome. I feel like the hey, first one of their first products is a bar of soap of, for some reason. <laughs> now with extra squeakiness. Ever been a hood owner before, and your butt just really started hurting towards the end of the ride? Here is a hood ornament cushion so that you can ride hood ornaments in style. Never been a hood Crazy? No. <laughs> I, I can't even. I, I just can't yep. even. 
Yep. And this is why Tegan's not allowed at the Rolls Royce dealership anymore. <laughs> <laughs> it's called the Spirit of Ecstasy. You didn't have to really make it, you know, true to its word. So, um, so as you're talking to Udom and Diem, you ask him kind of about your goggles and, and, and what can we do with your goggles? Um, uh, you want me to say that? Is that what you're looking for? Well, you, I guess, what exactly <laughs> are you asking? You know, they're like, yeah, I mean, we were going to go and install that, uh, um, the, the RuneForge, but, um, I guess we're, we're waiting around for a while. Um, but you haven't started yet. What, what do you mean? We can't. In- we, we can't. I mean, we're here in Malatoon. The remains of the Runeforge are done in, in, in Clear Meadow. Um, uh, you mentioned uh, earlier that we need to fly there, but uh, everyone else is gone. I, I've only seen you and Tabitha, and Tabitha went outside. You're the only one in the city here that I see, and your, uh, your airship is just kind of parked over on top of... Uh, at this point, there's still a number of uh, zombified bodies that it got crushed underneath it that it's still sitting on top of. Wait a minute. It should have taken off hours ago. Um, so you have you just well, all or if it took off hours it? ago, we were supposed to be on it and we're not on it. And I I don't think it's all taken right. off. Should we go check it out? Yeah, let's go. Let's go over there. Maybe they're just waiting for us and haven't called us over yet. OK, um, I can message, though, right? Yeah. So isn't that me- line of sight though? Message, I think, only has a five nope. five hundred foot range. It's, it's only five hundred foot, foot. So yeah. if if I try to message and I can't get an answer back, do I like get a busy signal or something? Or you're like gonna have call to put my- it in the bottle. <laughs> no. <laughs> do I get like a beep beep beep? Your your user cannot be found. Or how does how do I know if it? <laughs> can I tell if like somebody's not in range? We're sorry, your call cannot be completed as dialed. Please check the number and try. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's pretty much what you get back there, uh, Tegan. Okay, so I've tried Tormir, I've tried Athir, and I've tried Jethal, and I get that for all three of them? Correct. And you're out of spells for the day. No, it's, it's, a, can, it's a cantrip. It's a cantrip. I know, I know. <laughs> um, well, we all know that Tegan can trip. That's true, I'm really good at it. What about uh, when I tried Tabitha? Uh, where exactly? You're out uh, just uh, fit, hunting around in the woods to the north, right? No, no. I decided to, instead of that, go into town uh, or, like, look for some uh, treats for my animals. Okay. So I was looking for some jerky. So we'll like say that Tabitha jerky. is in range, by chance, just where the two of you are positioned that Tabitha is in range. What is the message you send to Tabitha? Uh, please come to the airship. We have a problem. Okay. So, Tabitha, you hear uh, Tegan's voice whispering in your ear saying, we have a problem. Please come to the airship. I look around like, (laughs) what the heck? Is this the first message I've ever received? Have you ever cast a message to Tabitha before, Tegan? No, I think I've cast it to Jethal and Ralos, and that's it. Okay. Then, yeah, this is the first time you've, you've heard it. So I'm kind of worried, and I look around trying to see where Tegan is. Well, the air, the airship <laughs> is like over there, a ways. I mean, it's it's a ways away, but it's big enough you can see it over some of the. Buildings no, 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 and... I know, but like as soon as like, but I, I kind of have that moment of what just happened here, 
and then and then after um, I complete my purchases uh, and give rewards to my uh, my companions because they're good boys. Yes, they are. Um, then I go over to the uh, the airship. I can't think today. I'm sorry. No problem. Yeah. Um, ultimately, you finally approach the airship, and you find Tegan, Unum, and Diem uh, standing next to the airship, and that's it. That's just those three. So, I heard you talking to me? Yeah, it's a... How did you... It's just a spell. It's like it's like being able to send a message to those people I know. I can whisper from far away. It helps. It helps communicating, like in combat or if we're trying to find each other. Right now, I can't find Tormir, uh, Jethal, or Athir. Okay. Um, when did we last see them? Uh, last night, I think. They were supposed to take off today and go uh, get the Rune Forge installed on the ship, but they haven't left. And okay. Unum and Diem hasn't seen them either. And they're supposed to take off on the ship. So I was going to. Uh, check out the um, the piloting console to see if uh, if everything if it if things are working or what exactly is happening in there it's off there's no power there's no there's nothing uh, hmm. also the place where you recall seeing the gemstone installed before is not there hmm. well it's I mean the, the place where the gemstone goes is there but the gemstone is not installed currently. It has been huh. removed. Um, you do know that it's not that uncommon. Art, you know, Jathal tends to take the gemstone out um, just to make sure no one can, you know. Uh, well, it mess, makes sense. Mess with it uh, while he's gone. But I mean, Jathal's not here, so. Hmm. Should we go find Jathal and find out when he plans on leaving? Because I thought they were going to leave already. Does we should check. Is there a city guard? Like, is there like a, a entrance? Like a so is there people who are keeping track of who's entering and leaving? Um, I, somewhat, but not. I mean, they're, they're honestly at this point in time, most of the guards are just helping with uh, cleaning up rubble, debris, moving. What about Tom? Around. What about what? Tom. Thomas. Thomas. No, the Tom, when we entered. Oh, yeah. Uh, well, have you seen one recently? Do you look for one? T- well, Tegan looks ju- fairly lost. So, <laughs> what I'm going to do is check to see if anybody has seen them leave the city. Okay. That's more what I... I didn't know if they had, like, people who were... You uh, you ask around, and eventually you do find someone that mentions that Jathal and Athir uh, wandered away. Uh, uh, Jathal was looking at some sort of uh, device in his hands and seemed to be kind of following something that was on it. Do I know of the um, device that helps them find the stones? You're familiar with it, yes. Uh, you, you haven't used it yourself, so you're not sure exactly how it works, but yes, you've seen Jathal use it before. Okay. Well, because I didn't know if I would know what it was. Right. 
Because if I obviously if I haven't seen it, I wouldn't know what it would be. Uh, DM looks at you, Tegan. He goes, "I got an idea." What's that? Give me your goggles. Okay. I'm excited. And he takes them and he just sits down and he pulls out some tools and he just starts messing with them. Do we do we sit and wait for you, or should we carry you while we keep walking, or? Well, just wait. It shouldn't take? take that long. I don't know. I just thought it'd be funny for Tegan carrying Unum while he's walking. Well, also, yeah. you'll, like, jostle his elbow while he's trying to do fiddly work. Could be fun. Okay, never mind. So, do you guys just sit here and wait for DM to do the work? Sure. Okay. Uh, we can ask him how long it might take. Um, he goes, uh, uh, give me an hour. And Unum just kind of like is is looking on very interestingly, or you know, having a lot of interest in it. That smoke out of Unum's eye is still kind of slowly seeping out out of his one eye. Um, are we close to any places that would have food? There's probably like some small stands that are set up, uh, like to feed the different people who are working on the city at the moment. There isn't really so much in the way of restaurants that are up and running yet. No, that's fine. Um, I ask the, uh, Unum and Diem if they need, if they would like any beverages or snack. Yeah. Uh, it's going to take a little while. Unum says, sure, and Diem's like, don't distract me. <laughs> and eventually an hour passes, and... Does Tegan stay with them while I go and get snacks, or... Oh, yeah, I pretend like I know exactly what's going on. Do you want any, any snacks or drinks? Absolutely. Okay. Whatever you get me is fine. Okay. So I, I wander over to the stall and basically kill time while I wait. Okay. And eventually an hour passes. You get some food. You bring it back. You kind of throw food at people, uh, Tabitha. And eventually DM finishes his work. and Not literally throw food at them. No, I understand. Figuratively. And But eventually then he hands the goggles back to you and goes, All right, well... Uh, I think these goggles are about as perfected as I can get them. Although, if you really want to uh, uh, take them beyond their capacity at this point, uh, I mean, maybe you might be able to talk to the burning wheels and they can install blades or flame drawers on them. But beyond that... That's um, a great idea. No, don't give him ideas. That's a great idea. <laughs> But beyond that, I think this is these are about all that I can get goggles to do. But check this out. And he goes, if you turn it this way, like if you rotate the lenses this way, then you can zoom in. If you rotate the lenses this way, and then like all of a sudden like these beacons of light shine out of them, you can make these uh, spotlight things so you, so you can shine light into a dark area. Or alternatively, if you're in a dark area and you don't want to make everyone know exactly where you're at you can do this and like you can pull out and rotate the same direction and the lenses go black and he's like don't put don't do this when you're outside but um so you can't see through them no no you can but if you do this with uh, at, 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 at during daylight you're gonna blind yourself okay oh so you have dark vision yeah, so out of game, so you still have the ability to zoom in on things. You still, mm-hmm. you, the goggles still give you kind of the, which you still have yet to use, the ability to once uh, once per day give yourself a plus two to your armor class against an attack against you. 
Oh, sweet. I forgot about that. Um, but the two new things that they can do is they can shine light in one direction like a torch. Okay. Sort of a spotlight emitting from you. And then the uh, third thing, or the last thing they can do is they can grant you dark vision. So remind me when you uh, turn on your spotlights to be far behind you so the uh, monsters in the cave attack you first? The, 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 the dark vision, they do uh, tell you that that only works for a certain amount of time a day. Uh, the okay. light and the zoom in, you can use that as many times as you want, but it just it takes a while for it to recharge after either doing the dodging thing or the uh, uh, dark vision. But okay. give them give, give them about a day to recharge, and they should be able to do it just fine the next day. Okay. So here you go. But yeah, Sweet. if you want blades or flamethrowers on them, that that's that's burning wheels to help you out with that one. Fair enough. Thank you. Which You're you don't need. <laughs> oh, you always need flames. I'm I'm still thinking about that. Out of your so. eyes. Well, maybe on the wings on the side. So if I spin really fast, I can cut stuff. Oh, yeah, because I can't see that ending in Sadness and Tears. <laughs> Not at all. <laughs> um, so. Just stay I, I away from this me if you in- decide to do that. I don't know how that helps us find uh, Ethere. So we, I guess we need to track Ethere and Jethal and find out where they went. And uh, So do you have anything that will help you track them? No, I don't have anything that'll help me track them. Okay, well, I'm glad we wasted an hour. Um, <laughs> so, as we were beyond the food time or the food gathering, I uh, would be chatting to the the guards around the gate. Okay. Trying to see if the uh, figure out where uh, the guys have. What direction, or um, if there is any, what exactly is out beyond the um, the town in that direction? Okay. Uh, yeah, you. I mean, they they tell you that you know, obviously, to the south is Clear Meadow. Um, it, out to the uh, in like if you, I guess, what direction are you asking? Well, because I would have asked what direction, if they knew what direction that oh. the, uh, the, they had turned to. They're going they up the, si- the side of the mountain, and, um, I mean, the, the, they are unaware of any structures that are part of Malatune that are out there. Okay. Um, but, you know, there, he goes, maybe there might be some old, you know, abandoned buildings or things like that 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 are no longer used as part of the city but uh nothing of note or any importance is out there okay well i was trying to narrow down the uh if you want uh if you can get a high enough survival check uh you might still be able to track exactly where they walked why don't you just say so well you're the ranger well, I thought that with how many people were around that there wouldn't be a ranger that is good enough at tracking can can like put their finger up and figure out where an air elemental recently flew by. You said survival? Yes. Well, I would have suggested that. Let me uh channel my uh Aragorn skills. 29? Okay. 
Uh, you're able to figure out with 29 roughly where, um, at least you're able to figure out the tracks uh, once, you, you, like in all the different foot traffic around the city, uh, 29 is not good enough to pick up uh, individually. That's T or that's, uh, you know, Athers and that's Jathal's. Uh, among like you know a lot of people walking in different directions but once you kind of get out in the direction that they told you that those two walked it's pretty easy to pick up there's two sets of uh footprints one is someone who's uh, you can kind of see the the draping of the robes uh kind of kicking up dust behind and the other one is definitely someone who's heavily armored so it's one walks with a lighter foot yeah what do your elf's eyes see so the so you're able to figure out okay there's someone heavily armored and there's someone wearing robes it's probably a there and 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 uh, Jathal so watch you, as we track down like like the uh, like negative version of those two that like basically like their body their body doubles you found their stunt doubles that's it <laughs> all right so um, we will. Jump uh, first of all over to uh, Tormir uh, at the next shrine. You and your lizard friend are uh, at the next shrine. What do you do at the next shrine? Uh, it's you know about that time to maybe prepare a meal and so sets up his tea kit and. Then also sets up a burner for to boil some water to make some beans. Okay. So you kind of set up. Do you name and... the lizard? Mm. Can I suggest Liz? No. Come on. You certainly can suggest that. From Magic School Bus. I I would much rather name it Niv. Mizzet? Is it? No, Niv Lizzet. I need you to spell that for me. I don't no, know. I, I got the reference. I got the reference. <laughs> it it oh, goes right along nothing. with mine. It pretty much, okay. yeah. Um, so, yeah, you kind of set up that. You're pretty much just kind of going through the same routine you've done at all the different uh, shrines, I'm, I'm assuming, other, other than kind of, this time you're making yourself a little bit of something to eat as well. Yeah. I mean, it might, you know, take a little bit of time, but he's not really worried about it. That's fair. Um, and then uh, we will uh, come back to Jathal and Athir, who are making progress in a direction. Um, I mean, you guys have gotten turned around a few more times in the interim. Um, and, uh, suddenly at this point in time, you hear footsteps behind you. Oh, and, great. We're tracking the people who are lost. Great. And eventually you, you, uh, Tabitha and Tegan catch up to Jathal and Athir. Yanni, how's it going? You know, I don't think, I, I don't think What he are likes you it doing he... here? What are you doing here? I thought you guys were going to take off and go install the RuneForge. We needed Unum and Diem for that. Were you not they're, with him? They're with us. No, they're back at the ship. They, oh, they're they, back at the ship waiting for you. Sorry, my that, bad. That's it. 
I thought what, they came with us. What's going on? Uh, Why are you guys wandering around in the woods? We're not wandering around. We're in the exact location that I spe- specifically took us to. Uh, we are trying to find the stone. Uh, what happened? We're to not the exactly stone? sure. Well, I, in a in the rush to get off the ship, did not take it out. Uh, and it's obviously missing, but I am tracking it. Um, we are hoping that it is Tormir up in here that has it, but we have yet to see any indication of that. Up in here. Up in here. So, we um, can proceed. How 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 well are you doing? Because it looks like you've been out here a a while, and we finally caught up with you. We haven't been out here that long. Tabitha is able to say with absolute certainty that you guys have been going around in circles. So you do realize that you're going around in circles, right? No. I've been following Jathal. I told you, Jathal. It does seem right. I, I can... I tell you for certainty that you are going around in circles. It can't be. May I take a look at your uh, compass that is following the stone? I don't know. Are you going to be able to read it? What is required? I mean, it's magical. Why don't you just give it to her and let her try? Uh, Is it... Just just asking. So if you're going to use that to aid you, Tabitha, um, simply you can give me a survival check and it will give you a plus two bonus on tracking. Okay. I didn't know if I needed to have... If If you think you can read it and you can get us there faster, then that's fine. But I think that I was doing a fine job. Most things are faster than circles. How are you doing a fine job? We're lost. (laughs) What what'd you get, Tabitha? I rolled a one. I got a fifteen. With minus ten. She's thinking that Jothal has been doing a wonderful job. (laughs) Yeah, see? I was doing great. So so Tabitha, you you look at this thing and you realize that that definitely um it. Jathal's not been doing a great job because you've literally seen his tracks cross over themselves multiple times over on the way here. However, using this thing, you understand exactly why he got lost as frequently as he did because, man, this thing, it's really good. Can I try good. again? Wait, wait, wait. I have a reroll. You do have a reroll on for halfling luck on any skill check. You can try that if you want. Woohoo! Because this is just embarrassing. Do I kick a trash can? <laughs> I got an 18. Oh, the plus two, that's a 20. So, I mean, you have an idea of where it is, but not much better than Jathal had to begin with. Honestly, Maybe I need something to eat. Can I, look, can I look over her shoulder and look at it too? Sure. Honestly, this, this, is, a, this is definitely not a map. This is kind of more of like a, just a homing beacon, and it, it really just doesn't make much sense to you, Tabitha. 
you uh, you honestly think you could probably track Tormir down better just by trying to find his tracks than you would with using this device. This is not a useful way to track down Tormir. I, I just Wait, see if a... you want me to tra- track down Tormir, I could just track down Tormir. Rather I don't than know that it's Tormir up here. Thing. What? We don't know that it's Tormir up here. Can can we I? Just, take a I'm look just at tracking it? the stone. Can I take a look? I, I just see thing? see us all yeah, like clustered a look, in Tegan. a group, and we're all so just staring at this device, and we're all just shuffling uh, along in I, a circle. Uh, while you're okay. looking, I got a twenty-eight. Uh, I try and send a message okay well but uh, to Tormir. before you start casting that uh what did you get on your survival check there tegan T- 28 okay so uh tegan uh looks at it looks at it a couple times kind of you know holds it up and goes oh okay i got it and he's like he's right over there and you realize that this was a winding path around, but really, if you were to like somehow leap over this hedge area or this, you know, kind of wall of plants, you could probably just get right over to the other, you know, wherever the stone is at. It's honestly not that far from you. And as soon as he figures that out, then uh, he see, you look over and see Jethal starting to cast a spell. Hey, Jethal, he's right over there. I think we, or something's right over there. We just need to jump over this. And I don't know if I get to finish before he's done casting. Okay. Do, do you finish casting, or do, over there. do you interrupt your spell? No, no, I still cast. Okay. What do? You, what is the message that you send? I I still want to cast. See if I can cast message to him. To see if it is actually specifically targeting Tormir, correct? Since I'm close to the stone, we're close-ish to the stone now, right? Yeah. Like a lot well, closer than we were before when I tried to cast. Yeah, don't don't forget the, uh, the this only tells you direction, not distance. You're on mute or something. I, I can't hear. I am. No, I can no, hear. I didn't. Oh, okay. You were were you just talking? Yeah. Yeah. I didn't hear you. Okay, I'll, I'll repeat it again. Weird. Um, so. Remember, this device only tells you direction, not distance, so you can't necessarily tell how close the stone is. That's why... Sure. So yeah, what it, what it is is that you were kind of tracking it through that way. Tegan picked it up and just kind of like took like two steps to the side and saw the direction change drastically. Took two more steps to the right and goes, oh, it's literally right there. And as, as how okay. just by moving around, he realized how, how quickly it was moving that it had to be really close. And he's like, it's just right over there. So you cast your message. Uh, you're targeting Tormir. What are you saying? I'm like, hey, bud. <laughs> no, no, I don't say that. Why, uh, <laughs> sir? Okay. So, Tormir, you hear in your ear Jethal whispering, hey, bud. No. Th- <laughs> <laughs> oh, hello there. <laughs> That's not... Uh, no, I would have said like, Torbear, where are you? And do you have the what stone? What's the name of it? Uh, 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 Isn't it like uh, Dolphin Stone? Do you have the Cygnus Stone? Oh. I knew it was an animal. Yep, and and you do have the ability to give a response. Whether or not you choose to is up to you, Tormir. But he is close enough; he is able to give you the, the uh, deliver it to you. Oh, I'm 
just making some lunch on the mountain. And yes. Okay. So I get that back. I'm like, so he is on the mountain and he does have the stone. So. And he's right over there. Apparently he's right over there. So. Okay. So do we have to climb or something? I um, guess we go that way. Yeah, I mean, you, you can either climb or you can try to cut your way through the trees or push your way through the, the, the plants. Uh, the only thing um, that's blocking have, you is a barrier of plants, essentially. I have uh, um, Francis and Gregory see if there's a path. I mean, they can make a path by stomping Te- down the plants. Okay, well, Tegan yeah, has a that. scimitar. Tegan could just take the scimitar that he's got and just start hacking a path. I, it would only be like two and a half feet tall. It wouldn't help anybody. You're cutting it off at the bottom, right? <laughs> the grass. It's, this this isn't Minecraft. It's not like when you cut off the plants at the bottom, they're still floating up in the air. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> my bad. Things don't float. <laughs> I was I was thinking like a wall of branches. So that's okay. Never mind. Tegan's the kind of guy to you know cut down most of a tree in Minecraft, but still leave you know wood blocks up in the air so you know the leaves don't yeah. despawn. Yeah, he's that guy. Yep. Yeah. Got it. Got it. Never played before, but yes, I am. So so Tegan uh, pulls out his scimitar, uh cuts into some of the branches and you just see like the 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 things just like turn black shrivel and almost turn to dust as is the sword. What the happens. hell are you doing? Stop it. Stop it. Stop it. You're hurting the tree. <laughs> oh. Okay. No. Oh, how do we get no, over no, there? No, we no, gotta no. get through. Well, there, there's a there's a path now. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, we need to get through. Don't kill the trees. All right, it's I not put killing my the tree. Away. It's making a a path for us. Do you have a better idea? It's not a fire killing break. it, isn't it? Sucking the life force out of the tree. Well, sucked the life force out of the out of the uh, the vegetation because past tense, it's already dead. The whole tree is. It wasn't a tree. It was like it was like thick grass overgrowth. Like overgrowth. Okay, don't use this overgrowth. on any it's not other a tree. any other uh, living creatures. Okay, I, I mean, put it back and I walk down the path. <laughs> so, uh, Tormir, you, as you are making your uh, lunch. Uh, all of a sudden, like this, in the wall of vegetation that surrounds, just this one section just shrivels black and dies, and Tegan <laughs> comes marching through. And uh, what the what conversation happens next, we will find out next time. So, thank you again, listeners, for tuning into this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Uh, reach out to us. Uh, you can find us on Facebook. You can reach out to us um, at, by our email, paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Also, as a reminder, we will be at um, a convention uh, upcoming here in October. I believe it's the weekend of October 15th uh, in Cedar 15th, Rapids. 15th, 16th, and 17th. Yep, 15th, 16th, 17th. It is in uh, Cedar Rapids, Iowa. It's called Icon. Uh, Iowa Icon, I think, is their website. IowaIcon.com. Um, thank you. I, um, and uh, But, yeah, check them out. Uh, if you want to come meet us uh, or you're in the area, we'd love to see you. Uh, otherwise, uh, like like we said before, we are having a mailbag episode come up, so uh, send us any emails, any questions, anything you want to hear us uh, say on the air. Um, just let us know. Otherwise, in the meantime, listeners, keep gaming, friends.
Thanks for listening to this episode of Paper Pencil Dice. Reach out to us at paperpencildicepodcast at gmail.com. Join us next time to find out what our heroes get into next on Paper Pencil Dice.